We're, we're in get, sorry, Judges chapter 16. Judges chapter 16. I'm only going to read a few verses from verses 18 to 21. Again, you know the story of Samson very well. I'm only going to deal with a very uh, a piece toward the end of the story. Uh, well, let's just go ahead and read the scriptures. Uh, beginning in verse 18 uh, of chapter 16, scriptures here read, And when Delilah saw that he had told her all his heart, she sent and called for the lords of the Philistines, saying, Come up this once, for he has showed me all his heart. Then the lords of the Philistines came up unto her and brought money in their hand. And she made him sleep upon her knees. <clears throat> and she called for a man. And she caused him to shave off the seven locks of his head. And she began to afflict him, and his strength went from him. And she said, The Philistines be upon the Samson. And he awoke out of his sleep and said, I will go out as other times before and shake myself. And he wist not that the Lord was departed from him. But the Philistines took him and put out his eyes and brought him down to Gaza and bound him with fetters of brass. And he did grind in the prison house. And Lord, this, this evening, I thank you, Lord, for your goodness upon us. I thank you, Lord, for your many mercies. Lord, I, I pray to you, please help us this evening. Lord, there's... Nothing that will be done, Lord, if you're not in it. I ask you to be with me in the preaching of your word. I ask you to help us all in the hearing of it. Lord, that uh, we would have you move us in the corners of our hearts, Lord. That you would look down and search us and find whatever needs to be revealed to us. Be it, Lord, something to encourage us or to correct us in our path. Whatever is the need, Lord, we pray you, Lord, to meet it. And I ask you this, Lord Jesus, of your favor and of your mercy. And I ask it in your name. Amen. You may be seated. Dealing with a very sad uh, topic here. Grinding in the prison house. Grinding in the prison house. Samson has finally seen all the wild oats come to fruition. He's been leaving God for a long time now. He's ignored God in several ways and several times. And yet God stayed with him. And God would, uh, God would use him and he would turn seemingly to God but yet he would turn back to himself and, and now finally this last time the Lord has just let him go and it's a, it's a sad story and, and I want to deal with this because it's so common in the lives of, of Christians uh, to slowly drift away from God, ignore correction uh, and, and go on past correction, maybe come back for a little while but yet eventually drift away from God and end up grinding in the prison house. You see the Philistines put out his eyes. Uh, you see he's, uh, so he's blinded. He's taken down away from his place. And taken to the enemy place. Bound with fetters of brass. There's a lot in the fetters of brass. Brass is the metal of judgment. Uh, and he's bound. He's chained. And now he's grinding. And I could preach about probably any of those things. The fetters and the blinding. Could preach on Delilah. Delilah. Her name means a weakener or a waster and how she wasted him. Uh, and she's from the valley of Sorek. Uh, and the valley of Sorek, that word means vines. And she's from an entangling place. And so he's fallen in love uh, with, with this, this woman that pleases him in, a, in the valley of vines, if you will. And it's a great and wonderful picture of the cares of, and the deceitfulness of riches wrapping themselves around him and the pleasures of this world taking him and binding him and pulling him and weakening him. And it's what happens uh, to children of God as they get away from God. Uh, you know, I grew up in a Christian home and when I turned 18, I left 
I didn't want anything to do with it. And by the time that I got saved, by the time I came back to the house of God, I had had to pay many a price. And I paid uh, heavily uh, for my rebellion and for my running away from the house of God. Now some of you could tell me similar stories. Uh, and some of you could tell me the prices that you've paid. And I'm not trying to swap stories with you tonight. I'm only trying to bring out that there's heavy prices that are paid when the children of God get away from the will of God and get out of the will of God. Now there's nothing in the story of Samson that condemns God. There's nothing that God did wrong. God did not leave Samson, but Samson left God. God did not fail Samson. He did not give him wrong counsel, but Samson failed and forsook the Lord's counsel and got away from God. And it's always us that fail. It's never God. Uh, it's never God's fault uh, when somebody gets hurt in church. And that's right. It may be because of a wrong that an individual did, but it's not God's fault. But yet, when people get hurt in church, they leave the one thing they should never leave, that is to say the house of God, the people of God, the Word of God, and go off on their own. And it never brings forth anything good, but always brings forth uh, uh, just a long trail leading away from God slowly and slowly until eventually that person is grinding in the prison house. <clears throat> and that's where we find Samson. Now I would, if I can this evening, preach something about grinding. About grinding. Grinding is hard labor. Uh, Sam Samson didn't sit in the prison house uh, and, and waste his time uh, reading a little here and going and lifting weights and going out for an hour of recreation uh, and coming back uh, into his cell. But rather, every day, every day, Seven days a week, it would have been eight if they could have made it. Seven days a week, Samson got on a wheel and ground. They would grind their wheat and they called it corn. They would grind it just uh, usually with oxen or with asses. Grind it, pulling a wheel around and moving one stone against the other to grind that wheat into flour. But rather than using an ox or an ass, they bound Samson to that wheel. And, and he ground and ground out their substance. Uh, and so he worked every day and it was hard work. And when we get away from God and get away from the, uh, from the, uh, get away from the will of God, we find ourselves in places where life is a grind. Where it's all hard. It says in the scriptures that Pharaoh is a hard taskmaster. Uh, and you find there's a misery to it. Where for the children of God, though they may work in the same workplaces, and though they may have to do the same things for a living, there's a joy that God gives to His children, which sustains His children. But those that are away from the will of God don't have this joy. And it's a grind. And it grinds. And it's hard work. Uh, and, and very existence is difficult. It's really no wonder that the children of this world uh, find themselves depressed and down so often. And it's especially no wonder that those that are partaking of the joys of the Lord in the house of God, when they get away from God, find themselves so seriously down and depressed. It's because they're grinding. And without any joy of the Lord, with nothing but just a grind, just waking up every day working and grinding for their very existence is hard work. Can I tell you, it's repetitive work. You see, whenever you're in the will of God, there are new things and there are new joys that He brings to your heart. 
There's new things. When you come to the house of God and you hear in the Word of God, you find things even though you've read the Bible and read it many times, there's new things. There's new mercies. Every morning God has new mercies. There's great pleasures with the children of God in that everything is new every day. There's new things that we find in our walk with God. How He teaches us more and more how to have that fellowship with Him. But without God and outside of the will of God, it's just the same old grind. And it's the same thing every day. It's the same things. It's the same people. If you can find anything that seems new, it wears off quickly. And Samson went every day. And every day he went in a circle. I don't know if that circle went to the left or if it went to the right. But no matter which way it went, it went that way every day. And every day when Samson got up, he didn't have to wonder, I wonder if we're going to the house of God today. He wasn't. He was just going to grind and grind and grind and grind and grind all day, every day. He didn't have to wonder about whether or not he was going to uh, look up to the sky and see the clouds that the Lord made. No, he was going to sit inside a building and grind and push and grind. And getting away from the Lord's will brings about that repetitive, tedious life of a backslidden Christian. And it's easy for a backslidden Christian to wonder if God's even there at all. But I've read that chapter several times and I've read it this evening getting ready to come over several times and I do not find where God went anywhere. I do not find where God abandoned Samson. I do not find where God cast Samson out and refused to hear him. I just find that Samson ground every day. It was Samson who stayed silent and did not talk to God. It was Samson who would rather grind every day than he would confess to God that he was wrong. And when a man or a woman is backslidden, it's not God's fault, and it's not God who's grown distant, but rather it's the backslider who refuses to speak to God. So Samson did grind. And he ground day after day. You know, grinding is an unrewarding work. <clears throat> Most any job that you want to go to, if you like going there and if you like your work, it's rewarding. Most farmers like seeing their crops grow. I'm a mechanic by trade, and I always enjoyed when I got done with the job and had that helicopter up and ready to fly, would take it out and run it up uh, and see it go lift into the air and come back and everything checked out and it was good. It was rewarding. It might have been hard work, but it was rewarding. Uh, and whatever it is that you do for a living, if you like doing it, it's rewarding. But there's nothing rewarding about grinding. And it's unpleasant. And at the end of the day, the only thing you can say is, I'm glad I get a little chance to sleep because tomorrow I'm going to grind again. A life of a backslider has no joy. It's what I'm trying to bring out. The joy is the thing left behind. Samson, I'm sure, had memories of the things that he had in his past. And he had memories both good and bad. Had memories of where God had used them. And had memories of where he had strayed from God. And I'm sure there was turmoil in his mind. And I'm sure of it. 
Because during those years, when I had put away from me anything to do with God, there was a constant turmoil in my mind. And so I'm sure that Samson had it in his. And the life of a backslider is full of turmoil in their mind. And I can't tell you how many times when I was out without God, I was around people who had backslid and got out of the house of God, and I can tell you none of them were happy. None of them. Because it's a life of repetition. It's a life that's hard. It's a life that's unrewarding. And by the way, it's a life where you're driven. Samson didn't have any options. He didn't have any choice. But rather he would grind or he would feel the lash of a whip on his back. He would grind. And as Pharaoh was a hard taskmaster, so is Satan. And so when a child of God has been delivered in the flesh, in the flesh, uh, for Satan to destroy the flesh, look it up, I'm speaking Bible. When a child of God has been turned over in the flesh, not in the spirit, in the flesh, for Satan to have his way, they're driven. And it's a miserable, miserable life. And then the thing that to me is the worst is during all this time, Samson was blind. It put out his eyes. He was blind. So why is it then, if it's so miserable, why is it that those that backslide and get away from God don't say, that's enough of this. Why did the prodigal son run so long? Why didn't he just stop in the middle of this and say, I've spent half my money. This is foolish. I'm going back to the father. Because when your eyes are blind, you cannot see. And Samson, every day, got up and did grind. And did grind every day, day in and day out. But he could not see. And I'm going to tell you, that when a person goes away from God, they usually plan on not going far. They usually plan on not going long. They usually plan on just trying one or two things. They usually plan on uh, just staying out of the house of God for a little while, and when they get ready, they'll go back. But when your eyes are blind, you cannot see. And Samson could not see. And until that day, where God dealt with Samson, Samson would just grind. And it's God who decides when the grinding is done. You know, it talks about how the Philistines on, on a certain day, they gathered together and they called out in one of their big, uh, one of their big celebrations, uh, a great sacrifice, how that they called out for Samson to be brought out and said, let him make sport. That means, that, by the way, that means they were going to torture him. They weren't talking about let him show off for us. They were talking about let's see what all we can do to him. But God had his hand in it. And until God called to Samson to open his spiritual eyes, there was no going back. And we may think we'll get out of the will of God for a little while. We may think that we'll get away from the house of God for a little while. We may think we'll get away from the will of God for a little while. But I'll tell you, when the eyes are gone, you will not see. And all you'll do is grind in the prison house. And grind, and grind, and grind. It mentions that Samson's hair began to grow. 
But that was only an outward sign of what God was doing. Because his strength didn't come from his hair as much as it came from God. When the fullness of time came, I told you God was always there. Samson was restored. And he paid with his very life. And I believe there are people who have gotten away from God that it cost them their very life in the end. Men and women who have laid in a hospital bed and got, uh, got right with God again finally after years of being away. And died early. Died with a lot of trouble in their families. All because they got away from the will of God. Why I'm preaching this, I don't know, but I'm sure the Lord laid it on my heart. Know this of a certainty, that there's no short path away from the house of God. There's no short path away from the will of God. It's a long path. And you have no control over it once the Lord delivers you over to the Philistines. Philistines, by the way, are a picture of the world, just like Egypt is. You have no control at that point. But until the Lord calls you back, until the Lord speaks to you again, you will grind in the prison house. Every day, grind and grind and grind. So what is this a warning to you? Well, I suppose it is. But it's also hope for those you know who are grinding in a prison house right now. I don't have to ask you who they are. I know their names, or at least a lot of them. And you know a lot of them who are grinding in a prison house right now. Who have known what it's like to be in the house of God. Who have known the joy of the Lord. But now they're grinding in a prison house. Every day, day in and day out. I'll tell you the hope that I give you is the same hope you find in that chapter. God never left Samson. And if what you know is a child of God who's out away from God. God has not moved. And God can call him back. Just like he restored Samson. It will restore them. And I'm awful sorry about the grinding. I am. And I'm not without sympathy. I spent my time grinding. But I can't change it. And I can't make it shorter. And I can't make it less painful. And I can't make it any less tedious. All I can say is I'll pray for you. That God speak to you and open the blinded eyes that you can come out of the prison house and serve God one more time. At the end of it, that was all Samson wanted. Just to serve God one more time. And that, by the way, is the only release from the prison house. Is the desire to serve God one more time. My voice is done and I'm done. It's what I had to give you tonight and I don't even know why. But it's what I had to give you. I'm just going to ask Brother Don if you'll close us out with a word of prayer. We'll close out. Y'all be careful through the week.